When your son is learning to handle the pressures of the teen years, you want to help him develop good habits. And a common question that many of us ask is, should I let my son play video games? And if so, when and for how long? And well, we're going to address that very thing today on this episode. I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Danny Huerta. He leads our parenting department. And let's go ahead and return to a conversation we had with Jonathan McKee. Uh, he sat down with Jim Daly and me to discuss video games. Uh, video games, you mentioned that and uh, how you use it to teach your boys about learning from others' mistakes. Uh, you got to tell me how to do this one. Well, yeah, no, no. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I mean, this is one of the huge subjects because we're talking about the four battles, these four distractions in young people's life. Uh, probably the biggest complaint I hear from parents at my parent workshops is how do I get my son to stop playing Fortnite, you know, or Apex Legends or whatever the game is at the time, you know, all night long. I cannot pry them from that. And you guys have sons. You probably can relate to this that. This will I mean, be the golden answer just everybody's one, waiting for. Just yeah. one more minute, Dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One more one more day, Dad. And uh, it's just, it's one of those things. And so, yeah, I used a video game example of talking about something that all young men understand. And it's the fact that very often we'll go through like, you know, if you're playing a video game and you, and you go through a room and, and all of a sudden you go through a door and you get demolished by a bunch of bad guys, right? And it happens, well, immediately the cool thing is if on a video game, if you die, it just says you're dead and it puts you back to that next, that last starting point, you know, right. where you are. And you just get to have this nice little do-over, you know? If only life were that simple, right? And the thing is, I've never seen... A young man go, hey, let me, let me go do that same stupid mistake again. We they learn from that mistake. They're they're better equipped to walk through that door or avoid that door altogether. And it's one of those things where we can learn, we can see. And and here's the other crazy thing. Guys always play together, right? They'll they'll play and they'll see a buddy go through a door like that and they think to themselves immediately, well, I'm not gonna go through that door. Well, this is great life application for us. This is the exact same stuff we can do in life is we don't have to go out and say, no, I, I better learn this for myself. Let me drink myself silly. I mean, we can see this stuff happen and learn from this. And you know what? We don't, you know, need to experience it ourselves. We can sometimes learn when we see the consequences, you know, take... You know, you're not saying this, but what I like about what you're saying, and I would I would ask moms to think about this because I think moms struggle a bit more with this. And I'm sure... A few moms have gone after dad, but to use the kid's environment to teach a lesson, not to say stop, but to say, you know, son, what is this teaching about life? I mean, you can make it a little more playful, but I enjoy that kind of parenting. I, you know, and I, but I think sometimes um, men may get that a little quicker to engage a son with what he's doing rather than say, stop doing it. And here, I'll tell you why but to engage them in, in their activity and begin to give them a, a short lesson about what that's teaching. I like that, but I want to make sure we all catch it. No, Jim, that, that's one of those things where we have the opportunity to, as we're entering their world and walking through life with them, to be able to have a meaningful conversation about something that matters. And our tendency sometimes as parents is to quickly overreact. If we see our kids playing too many video games, it's we, we go to the boundaries. We quickly, hey, you've had too many hours of video games, as opposed to instead of overreacting, interacting, maybe playing that video game with their kid. Mm-hmm. Because when we enter their world and actually, you know, go to player with our kids, 
I found that my son talked. <laughs> I found that to, very know, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah it, it can be because you know they they kill us all <laughs> yeah, the time. They wipe but us but out. the fact is, those are some of the best times, and we've talked about that before on yeah. the show. And to be able to have those moments, to have those conversations, that's powerful stuff. That's where values are passed on. Do you think? Do you think, Jim, that uh, for a lot of parents, it's that my kid's not going to get it right away, so I have to point out the obvious to them. The, there's a certain patience you have to have as you wait for mm-hmm. uh, any teenager to kind of grab onto the life lesson. Isn't it may it? be more temperament than it is gender, but huh. uh, you know, you know, if you have a black and white person, a mom or a dad, I think they tend to go to that black and white clarity to yeah. say, here's the line, don't cross that line, as opposed to using the moment to teach and mm-hmm. to show them through what they're experiencing, a principle of proverbs or what God might say to them in that environment. And you can do that in such a light-handed way. And I think it has profound uh, impact on our kids Uh, more than here's the line, never cross it. I I think that's my personal uh, insight. Danny, there might be somebody thinking, well, I like what Jonathan McKee is saying there, but my son, he is completely addicted to video games. I just need him to cold turkey, stop playing them. What do you think? Well, that that can be hard. It can create a ton, a ton of conflict. Doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, just know that there's going to be uh, some conflict there, and you want to have some conversation and teaching instead of just pulling the plug. If there haven't been boundaries so far, you need to figure out why. Why have we not put boundaries? Yeah, this goes back a few episodes ago when we talked about reestablishing some boundaries or, or putting them in place. Right, John. We. We do need to, as parents, know that at any time when boundaries are needed, we need to step in, not just look, oh, we haven't done this, so maybe I shouldn't do it. I feel bad. It's, whoa, I missed out on that opportunity to teach my son or daughter some things. Let's step in as soon as possible. And in this case, with boundaries, with gentleness, talking about the fact that maybe there haven't been boundaries, there needs to be some balance, here's some other responsibilities, and also know that when you take this this large amount of pleasure and excitement away from your child, you're going to need to problem solve and figure out what are some other engaging things your child can be a part of. And then do you ever play the video game with your son? That could be a, a fun time together for a few minutes as a mom or, or a dad and son. Know that this addiction thing is a pretty pervasive thing. It's coming to my practice a lot. Seek out a counselor to help you guys navigate that conversation in a healthy way rather yeah. than a destructive way. Not, don't seek a counselor to fix the problem. That's not no. the right reason to go to a counselor. No. This is to navigate the conversation, understanding back and forth, and then coming up with a plan according to what the, the goal is. And just pulling the plug and saying, hey, these video games are so dumb. We, you, we, you, you, you're, it's wasting your time. It's just sucking everything away from you. What it creates is a complete division. Mm-hmm. Take some time to understand the fact that your son really loves this activity. Have that empathy. And then also uh, be open with them with the fact that it, it is taking them away from a lot of other great things in their life. And you want these great things for them. So, hey, we need to step back, figure out what needs to change and how we need to change it as a family. And if, if there's a lot of conflict... Uh, uh, as you guys talk about going to a counselor, that's not a punishment. It's a help to get to somewhere. So maybe it's three sessions, four, five, six. Some teenagers see that as a life sentence to counseling. Yeah. And they're going, oh, I don't want to do that. No, we want to problem solve this so that things go better mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. I so appreciate your wisdom on that and the insights that Jonathan McKee brought to the table. 
on not just video games, but uh, the many challenges that teenage boys face and how we can help them navigate these years well. Um, Jonathan's heart and uh, insights are captured in his book, The Guy's Guide to Four Battles Every Young Man Must Face. And, uh, of course, we've got copies of that book here. We'll be happy to send one to you. We'd ask you to make a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, Make a one-time gift or a monthly pledge. Uh, Be the fuel that keeps this ministry going and reaching around the world to help parents with these kind of practical uh, problems that we have as moms and dads. All the details about donating and getting that book are on our website. We'll link over to it. And Danny's team has a number of articles to help you in your parenting journey. One of those is uh, by Jackson Greer. It's called, When Should Kids Play Video Games? Very appropriate to our episode today. And the link is in the show notes. If you have a moment, please stop by Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show and leave a rating and a review. That helps others find this great content. And uh, we'll just say thanks in advance. We really do appreciate that. On behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Podcast.